welcome back to Sports Rewind. And today we're doing something new. We're going to be doing some other sports besides football. So today I'm here with Paul, and Daniel's not going to be with us for these segments for MLB and NBA. Today we're only doing a little MLB just because there were some major signings with Rendon, Garrett Cole, and the Mets just signed Michael Walker, found their fifth starter, and some NBA stuff. Yeah, so before we go into that, um, just a little uh, knowledge. So as you've seen the first two, hopefully you guys have listened, the first two podcasts have kind of been, you know, like set in street. We've had a plan, you know, we know what to do. And the third one was kind of like an open one. We really talked about what most interests us that week. And so these are more what these are going to be. Uh, not specifically game stats, but more open things. Yeah, and more open questions. discussions, things like that. Yeah. Opinionated. Okay, so obviously we're going to go into MLB, but obviously the biggest name right now is Garrett Cole, who just signed. Stupid Yankees. No one. Who just signed a nine-year contract. With the Yankees. I think it was worth $342 million. And if you look at... 324. Uh, $324. And so if you look at his contract compared to people like Jacob deGrom, mm-hmm. so his was, I think, nine years, yeah. but he's an opt-out in the That's fifth five, year. Yeah. And so that, that, that means the Yankees... The Yankees, they're riding with Garrett Cole basically for the rest of his career. Definitely. But, like... Jake, Jacob DeGrom's contract, he's making $7 million a year compared to Garrett Cole, who's making, I think, $32 million a year right now, which I think is second highest in the MLB, only behind Mike Trout or uh, no, or Bryce Harper. Harper. Bryce Harper. Yeah. And the Mets, I think, only have DeGrom for the next five years. And right now he's 31. So Garrett Cole, I think when he's done, he's going to be – 38 or something, which it's still the Yankees, they're going to be a World Series team, but I personally don't think they're going to win just because. Garrett Cole's 29 right now. Yeah, Garrett Cole, so he'll be 38. So I don't think they'll win the World Series, and that's going to leave Yankees fans infuriated. But I just think if Garrett Cole is in a pitch out with Jacob deGrom, uh, but they're both amazing, both Cy Young winners. But I think Jacob Degrom's going to outpitch him there. Yeah. And yeah. Obviously, we are a little biased because we are both diehard Mets fans. But still, yeah, you know the value you get on Degrom compared to Garrett Cole for the next five years. You know, it's great for the Mets. The Mets, Mets need someone like that because I mean, they're yeah, he's making. Uh, he's making a hundred thirty. $7.5 million, but that's over five years. And Garrett Cole's making $324 million. So this, yeah, it's for the Mets. This is, that was super team-friendly deal. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Definitely, you know, it was, it was a good deal for the Mets. But Garrett Cole, so on to that, another big, you know, I really – Anthony Rendon, as we're going to talk about, has always been a good player, but he really stepped up this year, I think. Yeah. And, and that's why he's getting such a good contract. Anthony Rendon, obviously he was an MVP candidate, yeah. and he re- really helped the Nationals in the playoffs. Without him, they wouldn't. They might not have even made it to the playoffs with Rendon. And now he's heading to the Angels, but I know I watch a lot of the Mets. Like I, that, They're basically my favorite favorite team oh, yeah. and Anthony Rendon every year plays MVP level baseball 
against the Mets mm-hmm. in previous years, then he'd be like a slightly above average player against every other team, which bothered me so much. But this year, you just, no matter what team Rendon was playing against, you expected he was going to have a great game, yeah. no matter what. Especially because last game of, uh, last year for the Washington, his big year to step up because he gets to prove and definitely gets a way bigger deal as he signed for seven years, $245 million with the Angels. So... And the Angels, I mean, the Angels are making moves, but I think yeah. they need more pitching, but now they're hitting. They got Shohei though. Yeah, they have Shohei Otani, who's still great, but I still think him, eventually he's not going to be able to pitch. I don't think he's going to make it through the year pitching and hitting just because that's so much training, especially on the major league level, and I don't think he'll be able to. But I'm not sure who's on the Angels pitching staff right now, but I know the Angels are going to be a better team for sure because of this move, but... I just see that they definitely need more pitching right now. Yes, definitely. And big shout-out for Jacob deGrom and Pete Alonzo. All MLB team. Yeah, that is that's that is a big – for these Mets fans right now, these past couple years, that's a big thing to look forward to, especially with Pete Alonzo. That was the first ever all MLB team. The NBA has been doing, like, all NBA, yeah. and there have been all NFL things for a while, but first ever all MLB team and two Mets on it. Yeah, that's – yeah, definitely looks something to uh, look forward to. Pete Alonso, just a rookie, having so much accomplishments already that some great players haven't had in these years. But So, you have anything else to say about the MLB, or do you want to move on to the NBA? Well, we'll move on to the NBA in a bit, but I just know, like, I remember the only Angels pitcher I really knew was Tyler Skaggs. Yeah. And, unfortunately, we all know what happened to Tyler Skaggs. He passed away over the past season, which was very unfortunate. But the Angels now, I guess, are in a better position than they were. Yep. So now moving on to the NBA. I'm a Knicks fan. I mean, they finally won a game. Thank God. They lost 10 in a row, but they're just, they're awful. And R.J. Barrett, I'm not sure how many points did he score. So this is against the Warriors. 22 points for R.J. Barrett, so that's great. Marcus Morris with 36, Julius Randle with... 24 and RJ Barrett played 46 minutes earlier in the season. Um, he was playing almost the entire game, but when towards the end of David Fizdale's uh, time with the Knicks, he was only playing like 20 something minutes. And I think that's just that shouldn't be happening. He's he's our future right now, and he needs to be playing almost all the time. Yeah, and um, I have a quick question for you, Mateo. Do you? Th- uh, I'm not sure about this. Is uh, Stephen Curry coming back this season? Yes, he is. I'm mean, sorry, not uh, Stephen. Is Clay Thompson, Thompson will Thompson come, come back, back towards the end? Okay, so like, if they make, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, but you get he might. They're like, not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, so it's a really tough season for the start for the Warriors, and I don't think it's going to get any better. You know, you just see a team like the Knicks, who you know are young players and they have a lot to learn, and players like Golden State, who are aren't. Like who coming off a finals year, they're not like. I mean, I know that you have all the injuries, but I still don't see these Golden State Warriors stepping up to what they. I mean, yeah, should have been five just, and twenty-one is just a just disappointing awful. start. Yeah. And D'Angelo Russell, I mean, he's still great, but yeah. he's not Kevin Durant who left. I mean, they lost Boogie Cousins also, and he didn't have a great year, but yeah. But the Nets weren't like the Nets who. I mean, that's, I mean, with D'Angelo Russell last year, weren't this bad. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, like, the support around him, I know 
that I Eric Pascal I think has been having a good year. He had he only had five points in seventeen minutes though against the Knicks. And Draymond but is Draymond. He 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 he's used to having all these shooters around him. He's used to have been having the best players around him at all times. Yeah. And now now he's one of the main players. So I think he's gonna have to learn to adapt to that, and that's just something that I think the Warriors have to improve. They're like, oh, they lost the Warriors, uh, San Francisco fans, but they got the 49ers, So I don't feel bad for them. Yeah. So both the Bucks and the Lakers are 22 and three right now. So this is the question I have to ask. Great starts to the season. Both teams looking very strong. Obviously. You know, you have the Lakers who have added AD, which is such a big improvement, but also players like Alex Caruso who um, have just looked great. <laughs> I don't – I mean, look, my dad, when we were watching the game, referred to him that he looked like a math teacher. And, I mean, that's kind of true, but this guy is – the stat – I mean, the plays he makes, is, is, I, he's one of my favorite yeah. players because I, of his underdog mentality. I don't like – the Lakers, but you can't not like Alex Caruso. Yeah. Like, I know how people say you have to like LeBron. I liked him when he was on the Cavs and the Heat. I don't really like him on the Lakers, but you have to like Alex Caruso. Like, you just can't not like him. Yeah, so going back to the Bucks and Lakers, do you think with these great starts of the season, they will uh, at least come close to the Warriors record, uh, the Warriors record a couple of years ago, which was... I, I think they lost seven games that year. I think they lost nine, if I'm correct. Warriors. But so, anyway, I still think – I think neither of those teams win. I think the team that wins is going to be the other team in L.A., the Lakers' baby brothers. Yeah, well, Quote-unquote baby brothers, the Clippers, who I think I would rather have Paul George, Lou Williams, Kawhi, and Pat Bev than LeBron, A.D., Danny Green, Alex Russo, and JaVale McGee. Just saying that. Oh, it, Kyle Kuzma, uh, too. You just listed out those names, and those are just, um, like, all around. Those are so amazing players. I think the Lakers had something special this year, and the Warriors went 70 and 73-9 and nine last year. And, well, not last year. Uh, no, sorry, 2015-2016 season. My bad. And so I think, I mean, you, you just read this. Danny Green, who was such a good player last year, is, like, in who's, like, not a top, like, Two player on the team. Yeah. That's something to show for. You know, that is like, I think the Lakers will get close to it. Yeah. The Bucks, you know, I, you I know, know they're really, they are really good, obviously, but I think Actually, they're a team who I don't think they could get that. But no, well, I think the Bucks are great. I still think the Clippers are the best team in the league, no matter what their records say. Yeah. But also, I thought once Danny Green signed with the Lakers, Mm-hmm. Like, I thought Kawhi was going to go. And if those three were on the Lakers, it would just would not have been fair. Because so I was really glad Kawhi went to the Clippers. And I just see I just see Kawhi has a lot of heart. And I know sometimes he doesn't play in back-to-back games. That will change in the playoffs. And I just really oh, like Kawhi yeah. for how humble he is, things like that. And Paul George is just insane. He's just so good. Yeah. And so is all the other players in the Lakers that I said. But... I still think like Clippers are better. And the Mavericks, too. The Mavericks are up there with them. Luka Doncic having an amazing year. He had such, and, such a good year last year, too, that I just I, I couldn't wait to watch him over the summer. Like I was, 
he was such a good player last year, and I just, you know, the stuff he's doing right now is, like, even crazier than he did last year. But, um, you know, yeah, the Clippers 19-7, and seven, which isn't, like, which is a good record, obviously, but not. Second in the West. Yeah, not a setting, oh, record-setting record. But I agree with, you know, if Kawhi, when he doesn't play every, when he plays every other game or sits out a game, you know, I think that does affect the Clippers a lot, especially in the beginning of the season when Chris Paul was hurt. I'm sorry, not Chris Paul. Paul George was hurt. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think in the playoffs that will change, but especially maybe uh, down the run if they're looking for a down the uh, season at the end when they're looking for a better playoff spot, I think he'll have to start playing almost every game. Yeah, a team I really like. Uh, is the Jazz. I know they're 13 and 11, but I just think Donovan Mitchell is such a great player. And Ru- him and Rudy Gobert are really good. If they got – and are they the team that signed uh, Conley this offseason? Um, I think they will. I think they signed Mike Conley. Yeah, Mike Conley. Yeah. They did sign him coming from Memphis. But – I don't know. I haven't been keeping up too much with them. I think he's not playing right now. Once he comes back, they're really dangerous. That'll be their big three. And right now they're sixth in the West. And I see them I see them being a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous playoff team. Yeah, so obviously I do. Um, the, you also thought the Rockets were going to be a great team this year. 16-8, uh, they're still good. Yeah, no, no, obviously. Two players I personally do not like, James Harden and James Harden is Russell Westbrook. But... No, I haven't been keeping up, but they, you know, they're on to a good start here. With It's kind of, it was like a good trade. You know, you left Chris Paul and you got Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. And, you yeah. know, I just see because of the Rockets division is uh, not, you know what I mean, uh, the Rock, the Western Conference is such a tight conference that the Rockets so are, much better than the East. Yeah, the Rockets are gonna like play a good team in the playoffs, which is gonna, which I think is gonna be challenging. And for then them. one of the biggest surprises of the year is the Miami Heat. They're, I, they're just they're fun to watch with Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. Who Tyler Hero has been one of my favorite players this year. Even though, as much as I don't like the Heat. It's hard to not like Tyler Hero. He didn't have a big night in his last time out, only five points. But if if you watch him, he's so clutch. And he's just great pick but there from the Heat. Uh, the Mellow, coming back to the Trailblazers. Trailblazers 10-5 and five right now. You know, I think they will make the playoffs, even though they're out of it right now. I think, you know, the Trailblazers are a team who are going to get come back, run. yeah. yeah definitely. But Mellow is playing good right now. Which surprised me, you know, I just thought he was going to be, he wanted to come back, you know. When players don't come back, they don't have great games. But, like, in his timeout, last night he had 25 points. I mean, sorry, 16 points in 25 25 minutes. minutes. So that's, you know, that is, that's good to see. I know. I watched part of that game because I like the Knicks. And watching Carmelo seemed really amped up. And I know when he came out in the beginning Mm -hmm. of the game, he was just, missing shots that he normally makes. I think he was amped up to play the Knicks. And then I still think he, he loved playing for the Knicks. And I know he did something that a lot of NBA stars, I feel like, aren't, are afraid to do, seeing like how much criticism the Knicks get. He came and he wanted to be that focal point 
in New York City. He wanted to be in front of all those fans. And at the time he were there, the Nets, no one, literally no one cared about the Nets. And still, barely anyone cares about the Nets. Like, the only reason people like, you know, is, oh, I like Kyrie, I like KD. But, like, the Knicks are still, I don't care what anyone says, they're the main team in New York. And when Melo came and just absolutely, like, I know I saw something. He tried to get KD and Kyrie to come to the Knicks, and he would join, and that would have been so fun. But I'm happy for Carmelo that he's doing well right now. Yeah, so a little trip back to memory and away from the tail. But back to right now, Carmelo's averaging like 16 points a game right now, which is so interesting to me. I mean, it just, I, you know. He's 6'8". I didn't know he was 6'8". Yeah, 6'8". When people come back, you know, you don't expect them. 16 points, obviously, isn't like, whoa, but it's like... He's put up 25, 22 this year, which is solid. I think it's impressive for Carmelo. Yeah, I know. Also, one of my favorite Knicks teams ever was the 11-12 Knicks with Jeremy Lin, J.R. Smith, Carmelo, Amari, and Tyson Chandler. That was so much fun, and I know now that's my favorite team to play with in NBA 2K. All right. They're just... It's so much fun to play with them. Carmelo was... I still remember... Even though I was really little, I think I was seven or something like that, or maybe a little older. I remember watching the game. They got eliminated against the Pacers. Against I remember the Knicks, even though with Tyson Chandler, Roy Hibbert was just dominating the Knicks. Mm -hmm. Roy Hibbert, I think, was 7-3. And it was heartbreaking. But since then, there's been nothing good for the Knicks. And that was like their only year in a span of just all bad years. But this... Two dec- these two decades of Knicks basketball just have been disappointing, and yeah. Okay, so I got a little, I got a little uh, game for you, Mattelia. So, list out your top five players right now in the NBA. All right, so top five players. It's so hard because yeah, there, there's so many good players in in the NBA right now. It's really hard, but. Should I start at one or five? Should I start at one or five? I think you should start at five. All right. So at five, I would say healthy Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. At five. Or this year, this year. This year, year. yeah. All right, so this year, so we're not including Curry, we're not including KD. Yeah. I'd say at five, I'm going to put Kyrie Irving. Okay. And then at four, Dame Lillard. Okay. Three, Kawhi. Oh, this is a bad list. Never mind. Let me restart. <laughs> All right. So five, Paul George. Okay. Um, four, I'm going to put LeBron. All right. What? Three, Giannis. Okay. Two, Cole. Actually, no. At two, I'm going to put Luka Doncic. Okay. And number one, my favorite player right now in the NBA, and I think the best is Kawhi Leonard. Okay, so I'm going to put a little list out. I'm going to go, go Luka Doncic at five. I'm going to put AD at four. I'm going to put, um, who am I going to put at three? So I have, I have Luka and AD. Uh, three, I'm going to put Giannis Antetokounmpo. Three. Two, I'm going to put... Kawhi Leonard and number one. If I'm you put Embiid at number one, no, I'm gonna put LeBron James at one. Thank God. I think personally, LeBron James this year at age 34. Obviously, he's age is not a problem for him at all. But 
he's so good this year. You know, last year coming off a tough year, you know, I feel like all the hate he got last year for kind of not getting with his team. This year, you know, he's with his team. Even though they're better, he's got more people. Still, ten assists. He's strong with his team, yeah. And, you know, 25 about that, points. About that interest uh, the where a bunch of people gave him hate about when he was on the court with his socks off. You know, I think that's the LeBron you want to see compared to last year sitting at the edge of the bench bench next to no none of his teammates. I think, you know, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, you know, cheering on your teammates is it's fun for him and it's fun for them. So and I had nothing wrong with that. Staying with that story, I know, like, after hearing what happened, when I first saw it, I was like, bro, why are your shoes off? But it turns out he gave his shoes to a kid. Yeah, in the first in the first row. Running. That's that's a class act from LeBron. So I th- I don't think the announcer should have been talking at him like that. He probably didn't know though that his shoes were given to. Yeah, but even a kid. still, I mean, like, what he is heel prone. Um, he's um, his heel hurts or something. He takes off his shoes. That's fine. No, but that reminds. Keep your shoes on though if you're not giving it to someone. So if he has heel problems, why would he take his shoes? That rem- I don't know. That no. reminded me, um, that time when Randy Moss, uh, ran up on the edge and ran up to the field goal stand and like, like pretended to, like uh, pull his pants down. The, uh, Randy Moss that pretended to with the Vikings. That that's what it reminded me of. And the, compared those like the announcers. It reminded me of I watched that back and I was like, wow, it seems really similar to me. The difference of that is like incredible. So I don't, I didn't see anything wrong with that problem. Yeah, well, let's move on from the LeBron and I just say let's circle to the NHL a little bit. And so, I, all the teams I like in New York, I like the Mets, the Jets, the Knicks, and the Islanders. And it, the Islanders have been so good this year. They're one of the three teams with 20 points. And part of, one of the big I – mean, not 20 points, 20 wins. And a big part of that was that 17-game point streak they went on. And it ended to the Los Angeles Kings. That's when it ended, the streak, which is so disappointing to me because the Kings are so bad. The Kings right now are last in their division, and they have 26 points compared to the Islanders, who right now have 42. And my, my mistake, I – Actually, how many teams in the NHL do have three points? I know the Bruins do, the Capitals do, the Islanders do. The Avalanche, the Blues, the Jets, the Oilers, and the Coyotes. Coyotes were a surprise team for me. No, Flames only only have 38 points. But the Coyotes have been a surprise to me. I didn't think they were going to be good. That's all I could say. And that Pacific Division is all really tight, like, the, gold, the Vegas Golden Knights are fourth, and they're three points behind the top team in their division. And we got, everyone knows the Avalanche with Nathan McKinnon have just been – Nathan McKinnon is turned into one of the best players in the league. And then the Blues coming off their Stanley Cup win, they're still good. Um, Bruins, all right, I think the Bruins are all around solid. But that Atlantic division is not good outside the Bruins. The second place team has 36 points. If the Sabres were at second place with 36 points, right now would be in, I think, 
fifth or sixth place in the Metropolitan Division. So right now the Metro, yeah, the Metro is one of the best divisions. Capitals have 33 games played with 51 points, and Islanders 29 games played, and they have 42 points. And they play the Panthers tonight, and they're in Florida. So I'm personally not a big NHL fan, so I'm going to let Mattel do most of that. But Mattel is not a big soccer fan, so he's going to let me do most of this. So I, just wanna... I watch some soccer, All not right. that much. I just want to talk about soccer for a little bit. Champions League, in specific. Oh, PSG uh, had a game the other day, right? So yeah. I'm a big Chelsea fan. You know, they just beat out. They just made – they <laughs> just won their second in their division, so they made it to the – um, I guess you could call it playoffs for their... Oh, yeah, that was the end of the group stage. Yeah, so their playoffs. So, but some leaders in the Champions League. PSG uh, made it. Real Madrid. Uh, yes, so Real Madrid, uh, not just. Real Madrid made it in. So PSG and Real Madrid in Group A made it through. Bayern, uh crushing Tottenham a couple, uh, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Uh, although Tottenham is in, Byron at one, Tottenham at two. Uh, Group C, Man City. Uh, and then Atlanta is not Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta. Uh, but they're, they C, play in Italy, right? Top two, yes, that's correct. Juventus Woo. is at 16 uh, points. They're at first. Um, Atletico Madrid uh, also. Uh, in Group D, moved on. Liverpool and Napoli. Napoli. Napoli, both made it through. That's in Italy as well. Yeah, Barcelona and Dortmund, both made oh, it Inter through. Oh, Inter didn't make it through? I, I, no, I know Inter they're good. did not make it through. I like the Italy uh, teams. Red Bulls made it through. Uh, Lyon made it through. Red Bulls? That's that's not it. No. Oh. And it's not MLS, Red Bulls. Um, uh, Valencia. Valencia. Valencia made it through in Group H, and then Chelsea making Group Two just beat out Ajax at ten, which is come on, let's go. That's such a big uh, win for Chelsea. They just uh, all right. So, yep, that's that's so, for the Champions League. But thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back. Oh, actually, no, we're not done yet. Uh, just tonight, Thursday night football. Yeah, we're Jets trying Ravens. to stay away from that, but we're gonna but do our quick predictions. I got, I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a blowout, honestly. And the Jets are playing without Jamal Adams again. Yeah. It's gonna be a blowout, a lot to a little Ravens. Hey, some of your predictions are wrong sometimes. So I know. hope it's wrong. Maybe. I hope it's wrong. Maybe. All right, thank you guys for listening. You know, we'll try and get you one of these all sports, um, once every two weeks about. At yeah. least, and then yeah. once the NFL ends, this will be mostly these podcasts. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Coach B. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, Daniel, hopefully you will be back for the next podcast. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Woo!